RTHK News. It's one o'clock. I'm Sean Kennedy. The headlines. The government says it's seeking to avoid politicising the issue of coronavirus vaccines. Anatists and an overhaul of liberal studies will enable students to focus on other subjects. The Education Secretary defends plans to resume in-person classes after Chinese New Year and the Consumer Council blames a surge in complaints on the impact of the pandemic. The Chief Executive, Carrie Lam, has said the government is handling the city's coronavirus vaccine vaccination programme carefully to avoid politicising the issue. During the question and answer session at the Legislative Council, the independent lawmaker Paul C accused the government of being too conservative, the, saying the law should be amended to allow the jabs produced by mainland drug maker Sinopharm to be administered in Hong Kong, even though it hasn't released full data from its trials. But Mrs Lam warned that the issue could be politicised. She spoke through an interpreter. In recent years, we saw cases or views of different people and many acts have been made political. In terms of vaccination, they should be administered as far as possible. But if we are not careful, this issue could become another political one that could be manipulated by certain people. And at the end, the people of Hong Kong would suffer. The CE has previously said that any coronavirus vaccines must be vetted by medical experts before they're used in Hong Kong. And the chief executive, Carrie Lam, also says the government is looking at how to better regulate the public record searches, saying the current system is open to abuse. Media groups complained the government was restricting press freedom after an RTHK television producer was arrested for doing a search on car licence plates to try to identify perpetrators of attacks in Yunlong. But speaking through an interpreter at, Legco, at the LegCo question and answer session, Mrs Lam said changes were needed to better protect people's data. The main idea is to provide convenience to the public and service users for specific purposes such as property, vehicle and company transactions. Given the high level of concern shown by the society on protecting personal data privacy and given the acts of doxing in recent years in which personal data has been obtained through inspection of registers, different government departments are currently reviewing the legal requirements and administrative arrangements. The Secretary for Education, Kevin Young, has defended a proposed revamp of liberal studies, saying authorities are streamlining the subject to give students more time to focus on other ones. The Education Bureau has sent a consultation paper to schools proposing proposing to trim the number of modules in the subject, focus more on patriotism and even change its name. Mr Young denied that the government was trying to complete to create a completely new subject. A vice president of the Professional Teachers Union says the industry is angry at the proposed changes. Timmy Sung reports. Tim Fong Chak, who is also a liberal studies teacher, says the purpose of the subject is to examine the pros and cons of an issue. But speaking on an RTHK program, he said the government suggested changes only stressed improvements of the country. The vice chairman of the Federation of Education Workers, Tang Fei, disagreed, saying critical thinking was still being retained and it was good that the subject would become more knowledge-based. Education officials haven't given a subject a new name yet, but have proposed reducing the current six modules to three to cover Hong Kong being administered under the one country, two systems principle, the country since reforms and opening up, and the contemporary world. A secondary school principal has questioned the government's proposal to resume in-person classes after Chinese New Year once all teachers and staff return negative COVID-19 test results. 
Tai Tak-ching, the head of Shang Kung Hoi Tang Shukin Secondary School, said both experts and the government deemed the wider community wouldn't necessarily be safe after the holidays. But the Secretary for Education, Kevin Young, defended the plan, saying school staff have a bigger responsibility than students to get tested because they're providing a service. He also stressed that the measures being proposed were optional. We are just allowing those schools whose teachers are very willing to do the testing an opportunity for them to have the full school back resume their face-to-face lessons at the earliest opportunity. Of course, teachers, as the educator, as well as the carer of students, they have to look at the interests of the students. The chief executive, Carrie Lam, has criticised RTHK, saying saying it's unacceptable for the Communications Authority to uphold seven complaints against the public broadcaster over the past year or so. During a LegCo question and answer session, DAB lawmaker Stephen Ho accused the station of making mistakes, disseminating fake news and smearing the police and asked the CE whether she sees a problem with the way RTHK is being run. Speaking through an interpreter, Mrs Lamb said follow-up action will be conducted once a government-appointed investigation into the public broadcaster is complete. As a public broadcaster and government department, in less than two years, there were seven substantiated complaints against RTHK, one serious warning and three warnings were issued, and this is certainly unacceptable. This is unacceptable for any government department. Improvements must be made, and the process had started, and a report is due very soon. Once the report is available, the government would follow up Mrs Lam also called on the station's chief editor, the director of broadcasting, Leung Ka Wing, to express his stance on a range of other mistakes that the broadcaster had made, such as alleging that no can openers were distributed to Jordan residents under a lockdown when most of the canned foods given by the government actually came with ring pulls. Over 2,500 people have been tested in the government's latest overnight lockdowns. One preliminary case was found in the Chunmun area and has been sent to a treatment centre. The overnight lockdowns and compulsory testing at buildings on Tokwawan Road, Hingwa Estate in Chaiwan and Goodview Garden in Chunmun ended between 6.30 and 7 o'clock this morning. Most people entering government headquarters in Tamar have been complying with an order to use the Leave Home Safe contact tracing app. From today, the authorities have urged civil servants to use the app to record their visits to the central government offices to help fight the pandemic. A notice at the entrance said security guards would note which departments people were from from if they couldn't display their record. Some staff expressed privacy concerns while others welcomed the measure. I don't think it's useful for the civil servant. I'll use another phone to download the apps because I don't want to detect my data and my privacy. Maybe uh, can locate the citizens at the movement of them so can trace them and help. Because there are a lot of posters around so it is quite convenient. The Consumer Council says it received more than 30,000 complaints last year, up 26% on the previous year and the highest since 2015. The watchdog says the number of complaints relating to travel matters, around 5,300, was the highest among all categories as travel plans and flights were cancelled during the pandemic. This was followed by around 4,700 complaints about medical or health products such as face masks. Paul Lamb, the council's chairman, blamed the rise in complaints on the pandemic. I think the most prominent example is the increase in number of complaints concerning face masks. 
2019, we received about uh, seven complaints only. But last year, we received a total of 4,486 complaints. So that already accounts for an increase of more than 4,000 complaints last year. Another example is the increase in complaints concerning travel matters, involving, for example, cancellation of flights, cancellation of package tours. And that also uh, explains for, for an increase of around 2,000 cases. From Saturday, another 30 parks for pets will open in various districts due to public demand. The Leisure and Cultural Services Department said nearly 80% of people interviewed supported having such parks. It began a trial scheme two years ago, opening six pet parks, and it's now designated more than 30 additional venues across the territory. Overseas now, and top health officials in the United States are warning that the spread of new, more transmissible variants of the coronavirus, such as those first seen in the UK and South Africa, could reverse recent positive trends. The director of the US Centers for Disease Control linked recent cases of new variants to people not following social distancing rules. America's top infectious diseases expert, Dr Anthony Fauci, said people need to take preventative measures seriously. Viruses will not mutate well if you don't give them the opportunity to replicate in a very large way. The best way to prevent that is the implementation of the public health measures, both home and abroad, as well as the implementation of the administration of vaccines as effectively and efficiently and as quickly as we possibly can. Canada has become the first country to designate the far-right extremist group, the Proud Boys, a terrorist organisation. The Canadian government cited its involvement in targeting Black Lives Matter protesters and its role in the storming of the US Capitol last month. The Canadian Public Safety Minister, Bill Blair, said it was important that action was taken. There has been a, a serious and concerning escalation of, of violent, not just rhetoric, but activity and planning, and, and that's why we, we have responded as we have today. This update hopefully sends a strong message that Canada will not tolerate ideological, religious or politically motivated acts of violence. And General Motors has announced it will cut production at four car assembly plants next week because of a global shortage of semiconductor chips. The company will temporarily halt production at factories in Kansas, Mexico and Ontario and will run a plant in South Korea at half capacity. Here's the BBC's Michelle Fleury. Many of us rely on gadgets that use semiconductors and it's become a huge headache for car makers with GM the latest to suffer because of a global shortage. The disruption has already hurt other major car makers including Ford, Volkswagen, Fiat Chrysler and Nissan. When the coronavirus hit, car makers slashed their orders for chips in anticipation of falling sales. But in the second half of last year, car sales bounced back, catching everyone off guard. And a bipartisan report to the U.S. Congress has strongly urged the Biden administration to delay a planned withdrawal of U.S. troops from Afghanistan. The remaining 25,000 troops are due to leave by May the 1st. But a top U.S. general, Joseph Dunford, who co-chaired the report, warned that may be too soon. The report says the U.S. should not simply hand victory to the Taliban. Financial markets now, and the US dollar is trading at 105.11 yen. The euro is 1 US dollar 20 cents. The pound is worth 10 Hong Kong dollars and 55 cents. A short time ago, the Hang Seng Index was at 28,831, 475 points down on the previous close. Turnover stands at $136 billion. And now with the sports, here's Adam Chung.
We start in the English Premier League, where the champions Liverpool missed a chance to close the gap on second place Manchester United after going down to Brighton. Stephen Elzate scored on the 56th minute, and that was the only goal of the game at Anfield. Liverpool are fourth in the table now. Brighton are 15th, 10 points clear of the relegation zone. Their manager is Graham Potter. Fantastic performance. Uh, I thought the players were amazing. Uh, such courage, quality, togetherness. We we fought when we had to. We had to block. We had to defend as a team. But then I think we showed showed quality when we when we attacked and, and again courage and, and bravery with the ball. So to come here and get the result we have, I think you have to be close to perfect. I, I thought we were. You need a little bit of luck, but at the same time, I thought we earned that luck. And um, yeah, it's an amazing performance and a, and a fantastic result. Meanwhile, the leaders, Manchester City, have gone three points clear after beating Burnley 2-0 at Turf Moor for their 13th consecutive win. Manager Pep Guardiola said the early goal from Gabriel Jesus was important against a well-organized Burnley side. It was so important, but in the same time, so still 87 minutes left to play, so many things can happen. And, and that's why we're continuing to focus. We we struggle a little bit to to break the first, you know, the first uh, <coughs> line. But uh, once we we got it, uh, yeah, we did it well. Burnley's manager Sean Dyche was happy with the side's second half performance. You know, it's the realities of the division. You play against the top sides, and when they deliver a top performance, which I wouldn't say they're on, they were top of their game, but they were very good. I thought and um, they controlled lots of parts of the game. We give them an easy start, which is, you know, it's it's not like us. Um, but I thought the lads handled the second half well. Leicester City strengthened their position in the top four with a 2-0 victory at Fulham. Leicester boss Brendan Rodgers is happy with the way his side bounced back from Sunday's loss to Leeds. It was important for us to respond. You know, I said before the game that that's how you define your teams in terms of setbacks. And we've been on a great run up until Leeds. Disappointed. We didn't take something from that game, but important coming away to Fulham, who shown in the last 10 games or so, they're very, very hard to beat. Uh, but I thought we were, yeah, I thought we were excellent tonight. Two outstanding goals. Control the game without the ball and uh, managed the game really well. West Ham remained fifth after winning 3-1 at Aston Villa. Jesse Lingard scored twice for the Hammers. They're five points clear of sixth-place Tottenham. Everton were 2-1 winners at Leeds. Barcelona are through to the semi-finals of Spain's Copa del Rey. They needed extra time to beat Granada 5-3. In Italy, there was a 0-0 draw between the hosts Napoli and Atalanta in the first leg of their Coppa Italia semi-final. And that's your look at sports. Thanks, Adam. And to end the news, the top stories once again. The government says it's seeking to avoid politicising the issue of coronavirus vaccines. The Education Secretary defends plans to resume in-person classes after Chinese New Year. And the Consumer Council blames a surge in complaints on the pandemic. The news from RTHK. Amid the epidemic, thanks to all for being self-disciplined to protect yourselves and others. Thanks for keeping up personal and environmental hygiene and contributing to fighting the virus. We must take further steps. Keep track of your whereabouts. If you are sick, don't go to work or school. See the doctor and get tested promptly. We will prevail over the epidemic. Visit coronavirus.gov.hk for details. Fight Fight the the virus. virus. Stay Stay vigilant. vigilant. The government provides public COVID-19 testing services through different channels. 
Those without symptoms but feel they have a higher risk of exposure can visit designated public clinics or other distribution points to obtain free test kits. Those having compulsory tests can visit community testing centers for free testing. The centers also provide self-paid services to those needing test reports for personal use. If feeling ill, see a doctor promptly and don't go elsewhere.